Hello and welcome to episode 83 of the Vacay Cast. I am your host, Brandon Nichols. Joining me, Sam Spangler. Sam, you said you had been listening to the podcast. Yeah. Did you get to hear my injection before, during the uh, episode from last week where I modified my bitching about Brandon Sanderson? No, no, I didn't, I didn't even hear that. So I, I added, I, 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 I added a, um, like right, right when I said, fuck Brandon Sanderson, I paused the episode <laughs> and, and did this. Oh, see, see what I turned it down. I, I paused the episode and went, and I was like, future Brandon here. <laughs> so. He just wanted to give you a little update on things. So, so then I was like, uh, I'm going to make an edit, but I'm going to let you listen to my tirade. But I was, I was kind of wrong on it, but I'm still right. So then I. Jumped back and forth. Um, I'm so glad you were wrong, but you're right. I was wrong about the There's specifics. About I'm that. still right about the overall yeah. fuck Brandon Sanderson thing. Which so I got to tell you, looking right. at the Kickstarter, I'm like, God, I really want to do this. Yeah. The problem is the one I would want is $220. Yay. And it's, but what it is, is it's you get a ebook, audiobook. Oh, it's the everything. And hardcover. Yeah. And you get one of one of each of those every three months yeah. throughout the year of yeah. two, two, 2023. So those people that can just sit and write and just noodle out. And I know we kind of talked about all the like right. the job thing. And, man, it's just nuts. He um they and he broke all of Kickstarter's records with it. Oh, it doesn't surprise me. It was like a twenty two million when I looked at it. Right. And the, and they said they was the fastest everything and the most money raised for what they were wanting and all this other stuff. It was nuts. Sam, how have you been? Been okay. Been okay. I, the state of things has piqued my wait, anxiety is it a little weighing bit. Weighing on you a little bit. A little bit. A little bit. I, if it's not weighing on you, kudos to you. Yeah. I'm glad the way you're coping with things. Good job. <laughs> but it's hard not to have see the. And of course, we're talking about face. the major league baseball lockout yeah, because exactly I don't. <laughs> how am I going to live without baseball? Yo, it was very interesting. My son made a comment about something about baseball in the car while we were at. So we we had to do sophomore enrollment tonight. Did you guys get that stuff done? Uh, just more stuff to do. Okay. So we were at the we went to the school. It was me, Monica, and the oldest. And on our way back, he made some comment. And he goes, what is it even about? And I was like, uh, well, I'll explain it to you if you really want me to explain it to you. And he goes, okay. So we got back, and I, just, I broke down what the lockout is, what started it, and why it's like it, and all this other stuff. And I've never really explained things like that to him before because he's never asked about yeah. stuff like that that interests me. Like, And so but it was like, okay, that makes sense. Sum up. Just, money. There you go. Well, right. Money. Yeah. Millionaires fighting with billionaires. Yeah. But, you you know. Summed it up. More or less, it's union fighting with wanting fair, fairness. And started by the bosses is really what it was. Because the players didn't ask for this. They just, the, the owners just said, hey, I know we don't need to do this until the end of next season, but we're just going to stop everything now. And you guys aren't allowed to access anything or do anything. Meet our demands, or we're not playing baseball. And it was like, what? <laughs> so that's the summer summary of the baseball strike. I know you don't care. Sam, what's been in your face? So I have decided to find different things to watch, different things that out I of your enjoy. comfort. Not out of my comfort. I enjoy lots of different things that I watch and things that I. You know, a bit, lots of different genres, too. Right. It's not just one thing or another. You're not a sitcom guy, though, are you? Not typically. Like, I don't like to follow, you know, mini sitcoms, you know, like Parks and Rec back in the day, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, things like that. But, like, and I really, I never was able to get super hooked again on um, 
like the monster of the week type shows or mm-hmm. the crime of the week or whatever, however you want to put it. It was just hard for me to be like, be invested in those people. Cause I'm just like, it's just this kind of the same story over right. and over and over again. So I, I was kind of like, I'm just kind of done breaking bad kind of ruined it for me. So that's not a sitcom. No, it's not a sitcom. Okay. It's, it's, <laughs> no, I know it's breaking bad ruined it for me because it was so good. And it carried this story throughout <laughs> the show that I was just like, Man, I can't go back to like regular TV. It's very hard for me to watch regular like TV shows at this point because right. I'm just like they just don't fill that gap. But I do enjoy finding things that I kind of like. Okay, this maybe has a little bit something in it that I am looking for, and I found four shows that I am watching, and I've finished one series and have a couple other. Well, one the one I finished was the Sex Life of College Girls uh, on HBO Max. It's by Mindy Kaling. Uh, the gal that was on The Office, the Indian gal oh, yeah, on The yeah, Office. Yeah, yeah. She's a writer like of Mindy. it and everything. And I like her too. Yeah. I feel like Mindy does a lot of these shows that go for a season. And they're all solid shows. Yeah. But they don't usually go. I agree. And I that was one of those things is I'm like, I liked her. I watched the trailer for this show and I was like, oh, this looks like it could just be kind of like lighthearted. I'm not going to have to think about it. And it was kind of exactly that. And then it got a little formulaic and I kind of got tired of it. But I was like, well, I'll finish it because I could do it real quick. So it was okay. Um, there's a show called I Hate Susie on also HBO Max that um, is that one sounds familiar about an actress that gets her phone hacked and her nudes posted online. Oh my! And it's um, basically she's going through the stages of grieving, and at each episode is a stage of grieving. So it starts with like you know um, denial and you know all these different things basically and kind in of Egypt? anger. Yeah, the denial in Egypt exactly. And then there's one on called Abbott Elementary that I started watching on Hulu um, that is kind of like an office-like in an elementary school. An office-like. Yeah. So we have roguelikes, we have office-likes. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. The, uh, which it kind of does the thing where they're talking to like a camera crew and everything. But it's just, once again, it's kind of lighthearted and I kind of enjoy it. And then my last one that I kind of was like, okay, this is a little bit darker and kind of... Um, humorous is called somebody somewhere and it's also an hbo max and it has a comedian that's well known i don't know her name i apologize but she basically uh it's about her time like living in kansas after she dealt oh, the with poor, the, the poor girl the death of her uh one of her sisters yeah. uh, and it's i watched the first episode and i was like i like this these are going to be the four things that i'm watching and so are these hour long shows or half hour shows? I think uh, most half hour. I think they're most half half hour. The sex life of college girls was an hour and then the first the premiere and then it was about 30 minutes after. I'm actually really appreciating shows kind of taking what length they feel like they need to instead of saying, let's we have to do let's 30 minutes. Let's force it we into have this to do or an another. Hour. Yeah, right. I really kind of enjoy it because I feel like it makes for better storytelling is when they're like, it's as long as it needs to be. And then we cut it off. We say we're done. Right. So those are the shows. I've got two games that I'm working on. Okay. I can let Six. you go if you want to talk about. I'll, I'll talk about shows. Yeah. Um, have you guys watched any more of Maisel? No. We haven't gone back to it. We <sighs> it's, finished It's getting Catherine. really good. I know. And that is actually probably a show. But like, kind of like we were talking before, we're just busy. Busy? Oh, we're busy. Oh, you know, who? let me think. Yes. Who in the world is the probably the biggest Batman fans that I know? One is Brandon. One is Brent. Brent and then Brent didn't see it till two days ago. And then also maybe your friend Jeff. Maybe he seemed a little bit. He lo- he upset. really likes Batman. I wouldn't say he's. I think he's more of an X Men fan. Okay, 
So how does so, Steve feel about Batman? Steve, what's funny is Jeff and I introduced Steve into most of this kind of stuff. Okay. So he's gotten into it in the last like later. five to ten years, okay. I would say. Well, God, I've known Jeff for over ten years. Yeah. But regardless, Anyways. you and Brent are some of the biggest probably Batman fans I know. Yep. And you have not seen the movie. I have not seen the movie. And why? Because we're busy. I can't tell you time. the amount of text messages I have gotten in the last week wanting to know what my thoughts were on Batman, on yeah. Pattinson, on And on I had one of my like, friends go and see it and totally blew my mind with what he said. Have You've met my friend Naaman. Yep. He kind of has a little bit ADHD. Like he doesn't like sitting still. He has a hard time watching 30-minute television shows. Yeah. He told How me do you do three two hours? things. That I could not believe. He said, one, 100%, I loved it. It was incredible. And it was like, didn't feel like three hours. The second one, I might go see it again. <laughs> and I was like, I so have to see this I have several, movie now. I have several people who have seen it multiple times already. Right. Um, and what's funny is, I feel like there's, there's two camps on the time frame. I know a lot of people that are like, it didn't feel like three hours. But I also know a lot of people are like, it kind of dragged because it, like three hours is a long time. And I, I have a feeling if you're going into the movie enthusiastic about, um, if you go into the movie enthusiastic about what you're seeing and that's, this is across the board. It's not going to feel like three hours No, in end game stretched a little bit, but it was more because I was like annoyed with the way they handled some of it End game. Didn't feel as long as it was. It, it, because I am genuinely excited for what is getting ready to happen. And I'm same way with this. You know, I'm genuinely excited about seeing a movie. It's not the three hours ain't gonna bother me. If you're going in like, ew, Edward is a is Batman and like like always got these like preconceived like rants about things you know that you don't think will be good, then you probably will find reasons to complain about the length of stuff. And that's just my personal opinion on when, especially when it comes to movies, which is crazy to me because Titanic was a three hour movie and they put an intermission in the middle of it. And now I'm like, people go to three hour movies. All the time. Yeah, like, you know, the funny thing is, is there was an intermission when I went and saw Titanic. Really? It must have been only specific like theaters or I, I saw it like later after it had been in the theater for a right. long while. So maybe they kind of, they're like, Hey, the people that are here, <laughs> you're, they're going to, they're just going to sit there. Um, so okay, so we've watched Maisel, really enjoying it because it's getting really a lot. Is it still like? Is it still releasing? Is it done? Yeah, still releasing, and they're releasing two episodes every Friday. Dang! So I'm really looking forward to like because of where wow. the, this episode ended, the last one did. I'm really looking forward to where it's going. I don't know how many episodes they're doing in a season. So what? Nothing. I just I thought of something to say because I forgot one other show. Watching, oh, okay, but it's my Raised by Wolves. I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you something off air because I don't okay. want to spoil anything. I know you've not seen anything. Okay. It is my kind of weird. <laughs> Let me just put that like that way. Um, what this last episode was the weird. Like I'm just like sure, sure this is what's happening in this world, but it is so weird. But I'm just like hooked. Okay. So um, also watching uh so Maisel, we've our sitcoms are back, so we kind of watch our sitcoms. Just me and my wife. Um. The only other thing that we've been watching is uh, yesterday uh, in celebration of National International Women's Day, um, Letterkenny released a International Women's Day episode. 
and it was the crudest episode I think they've ever released. And at the same time, somehow at the end of the episode, both me and my wife were like, oh, like it was like it was funny, a little bit outrageous. Like, OK, well, that OK, so that happened. You, you guys said that. Um, but then it, there was it ended on a very like sweet note. And you're just like, this episode kind of had all the emotions for me. And I'm a massive Letterkenny fan. So it was just like I was having a shit day yesterday. I'm having a shit week. And my wife just sent me a simple picture that said Letterkenny International, like, while I was at work. And I'm like, what is that? It's like, it's just an episode they released just for today. So we, like, by the time we were sitting down and relaxing last night, it's like, all right, let's watch the newest episode of something we like. That episode's, like, halfway through, and I paused it, and I went, I forgot you sent me the Letterkenny thing. And she goes, yep. I'm like, do you want to watch that instead? I was like, we'll finish this episode of this show. But then, yes, I would like to watch the other Kenny thing before we go to bed. So um, that's really all we've been watching, our, our little sitcoms, but, like, in terms of is Maisel. So we're really enjoying that. Upload comes back Friday, which we're really excited for watching. Did you watch the first season of that? No, I haven't. I okay. It's very entertaining. And the first couple episodes, you're like, this is all fucked up. What is happening? Yeah. Like, why is this the thing? And then you start going and it's absurdly funny. Yeah. Just, there's just things that happen and you're like, you know why? how like there are people will say like they read like a lot of different books. I think I enjoy a lot of different series, like a right. TV series. Like I'm kind of like, I'll watch a lot, a swath of things all at the same time and be like, I'm watching this now. I need a little bit of this now. Oh, I'll walk, jump and watch this. Right. I may watch that litter Kenny, like that one episode. Cause you said it's, I, I would, you don't even, like, sure. You don't even, I think you you really need to know anything about what's happening. I know so. enough with Letter Kenny, like from the few I'm seeing, I'm like, oh, these guys are goofballs. Um, so that's what I've watched. What I've played is pretty much just been Horizon Zero Dawn, or Horizon Forbidden West. And I've put in a minuscule amount of time into Elden Ring. Literally the only two games I think I've played. Oh, and Madden, because of our league. And everybody in Madden, the Madden League, is struggling with all the new settings and everything else so um that's really it and we'll i'll get into horizon here in a little bit what have you been playing i've decided while you were talking that my mental state also may be due to the two games i am playing oh, which are still spelunky 2 which well, i mean is just like a basically kick you while the, you're down the definition of and insanity then also Dark Souls, I've decided. So you got Dark Souls. I got, so a while back, I think Xbox had it as like their Xbox gold. Like, oh, they're, yeah, and they're so I was, like, I was like, sweet. I'll, you know, and I downloaded it and I went back and I was like, oh yeah, I own this. I'll play this. I've heard it's a good entry to the series. And I would say Elden Ring is a better entry into Souls. But here's the thing though, because I've also heard a lot of people saying that like people that are going crazy about Elden Ring saying, oh, it's the like coming of christ it's the most amazing thing ever it's like no it's still a souls game it's just open world and they're trying to like trick you so like go and see if you really like souls type games and then i'm like okay i'll go and play dark souls and i figure this is how i'm going to engage in the conversation because if it's got the same old bullshit that like did you ever try bloodborne yes a little bit but if it's got that same type of crap where it just like kind of is trying to screw you over then I don't know that I would enjoy Elden Ring and I may hold off and someday purchase it. Well, here's the thing. Let me just say this too. I've just realized that these games are something I don't have time for anymore. I just don't have time. Like if I was like, you know, didn't have a family, had multiple days off, you know, like all these like 
pressures and everything. You mean that multiple I have. days off without other things? To yeah, do. other things to do without other pressures involved in my life. This would probably be like my dream come right. true game. To the, be honest, the only difference though between Souls games and Elden Ring is that the open world does play a large fact in it because if you come into an encounter that you don't like, fucking run away. Yeah. In in a Souls game, no, you have to go. That's the direction you need to go. You have no. to do this, and you're kind of I mean, funneled into a. Not necessarily, I mean, granted, I am very early on and I haven't even gotten out of the very first area and there are multiple paths to go, but you have to pick a path to go on. Well, right. So it's like, yes and no, I understand what you're saying, but like, yes, you can always run away from so, something. So how is that going? So I literally have not gotten out of like the first starting area and gotten killed multiple times, banging my head against the wall and just been like, man, these stupid skeletons that I'm fighting who I assume are like the very first, you know, enemies right. in the game are will own me. Like I'll sometimes like I'll take them out and be like, sweet, that was cool. And then I go to further along and then like they just own me and then I've gotten a little further and then something will explode and I'm just like, or my timing will be off. Something just messes up. So finally I was like, you know what? Here's the thing. I'm just going to like look at a walkthrough because I'm just like, just give me a, I need a little better idea. You, you need a little guidance. A little just, guidance. Just to give you some. What? Because you can also learn. So I, I am a big proponent for people that want to use guides or walkthroughs because what they, they do is they put, point you in the right direction with the knowledge that you need to succeed. And if you're playing a game, you want to succeed. Right. And so if it's aiding you in that thing, you still have to do it. And as yeah. long as you doing it is entertaining, it's fine. Well, and I started with uh, the class I initially started with was the guy that had like the loincloth on. And I was okay. like, oh, this will be a fun one to run with. Just just like uh, when you did. When the, I did the little like Elden right. Ring trial. Um, and I was like, I then read like, finally I was like, okay, I'm going to read this. Well, apparently he's the hardest class to play. And so I was like, oh, well, let's see what the easiest was. So I re-rolled a different character. The, ease, the one that say, hey, if you're a beginner, go with Pyromancer. And I was like, cool, I'll go with Pyromancer. Magic's always OP in these Exactly. Games. And so I was like, I'm going to do that to start off with because I said, you got great a good spell that has a good area effect, a good weapon to start with, and you know your stats are pretty decent. So once again, playing, what was funny enough is that I started with this guy Felt like I was did better with the naked guy that I was like, I, I was like, man, he had a club that could like knock people down and I did so much better with that. So finally, I was like, I'm just looking at a walkthrough just to see if I'm doing the right thing. Turns out the walkthrough says, hey, if you're just starting, maybe don't go the way with the skeletons in the crypt. It actually is maybe not the best way and is really hard to like start off with. There's another path I kind of have overlooked apparently right and it says go that direction first and it's like you you can go fight the skeletons and you it's a good way to maybe gain some souls and level up a little bit but like honestly you're kind of in an area where you shouldn't be which is from what i heard with elden ring if you go to a place that like you're getting owned it's like maybe you should go right go somewhere else and so that's what i finally was like you know what i'm just gonna look and see and sure enough i probably shouldn't have been in this area and so i walked away and I'm like, I'm going to try, you know, go down where it's saying, like the dungeon path and see how I fare there. Yeah. So what's funny about that is, so when I started my bandit Elden Ring character the other night, I I noticed something that I had never noticed in any of the other times I've either watched somebody start it or I've started little ones testing it. Like when you, you, you start the game, you go all the way to that big spider, you die, and then you wake up, right? When you wake up, there's a guy ghost guy sitting in a chair literally right in front of you to the right and when he hopped up and my character hopped up i went 
Who's that? He's always been there. But I think people load this game up. He pops open, and you're like, corridor, get the fuck out of the castle type thing. Like, and, and it's a one-track mine. It's blinders. You do all this shit. And I, you talk to him, and he goes, jump. Have faith. And there's even a sign that says, go this way. It's a tutorial route that teaches you all of the controls and lets you reach each enemy and learn how to do it. And it even ends with a kind of a mini boss that's like, and I was talking to Dave. He goes, yeah, most people don't notice that. Even though it's right there, there's a sign. The guy tells you to jump. The sign says to jump. And what? And so I've played, I've started Elden Ring a couple times just to test it. I've never gotten a tutorial. When you drop down and start going, push this button to do this. With the game paused like real quick. And you're like, oh. You go a little bit further and there's a the thing. Just so you know, this is how this works. Go a little bit further, this is how this works. And then they drop you in on this mini boss and their thought process is, is at least the way Dave says it to me is say mini boss again, mini boss. Oh, it just sounded funny for some okay. reason. Dave, at least the way Dave explained it to me was they, in their process, in their mind, if you can beat this guy and move on, you're ready to advance into their game. And so I'm like, well, shit, that makes sense. Cause I got to the guy and I died and I went, maybe I'm not supposed to go this way. <laughs> Because I'm I'm now trained in this runaway. If you don't think so, so when I asked him about it, he told me all that, and I'm like, well, shit, then I'm gonna I'll do the yeah. whole tutorial and get down to that. Yeah, I honestly think this would be a game that I would love and love to dive into and just play and play and play. If you but had I'm all just, the time in the if world, if I had all the time in the world, but I do not. Sadly, I have little moments to jump into Splunky too <laughs> and get owned in like five minutes. Um, maybe you need a more positive game to play. Well, um, is, is, of, is our game club game? Ex- Excellent, like transition there. Our game club game, uh, Far Changing Tides, is actually it seems like it's a journey like type game, which is just kind of peaceful. You're setting out on a journey. I'm not even really sure what the like the point of the game is. Like you're just you're on a ship, and it's like kind of blowing you across like this watery area, and that's so far. I've had to solve some puzzles here and there. That's it. No, no enemy encounters. Just going no. through and doing your thing. Yeah, just nice and calm. So it might be the right time of type of game for me to just transition at to point. at this point. But since you really haven't played much, I don't want to talk about it right. more than that. Yeah, and I and I will play some this weekend. I just yeah. I was so goddamn focused on finishing Horizon that I just literally shut everything off. Yeah. Well, and if you are joining us and playing, you know, shoot us an email or Twitter yeah, or reach whatever. Us, reach out Let to us. Let us know what you think. Um. I will. My son's walking down the stairs with a glass of water I asked for like 30 minutes ago. Hey, at least it's happening. It's a cup. Thank that's, you. That's something. Anything you would like to say to the public? Hi, my name is Cheese. No. You should subscribe to my YouTube channel. What? What's your YouTube channel? He's repping his YouTube. Piggy Games. Yeah, uh-huh. Any underscores or anything? No, um, just a face. Right, what about your Twitch? <sighs> he wasn't prepared. This amateur, get out of here. Learn to promote your crap. That's right, come which on. We do the most minimal, basic as possible. I know. Um, we got, got people. So thank you for the water. Um, let's get into a little bit of news before I, I go into my horizon thoughts. Actually, I'll say I think I'm going to say my horizon stuff for the end. Um, GTA. So Rockstar finally 
broke silence a couple weeks ago about, yeah, we're making six just to shut people up. Um, their long awaited next gen update that's supposed to be coming out. And I don't know if you even remember this. I could have sworn all along they said it was going to be a free update. I thought I vividly remember hearing them say that. Anyways, they basically said um, yesterday that it's no longer a free upgrade. Um, and they've had a partnership with PlayStation for the last everything. I think since the PS5 has been announced, haven't it? They've been their weird little partnership. Sure. Okay. So the upgrade cost after the first three months is $40 to upgrade to um, the GTA 5 Next Gen Edition, which I think is bullshit just in general. They're milking this cow for all it's worth. It comes with the um, online version of the game. Um, so if you want the online version, you can pay for it separately, which I didn't, I didn't, I didn't write down the cost of it, but thousand dollars, it's probably something like that. But the kicker is for the first three months, it's going to be $10 to upgrade on PlayStation and $20 to upgrade on Xbox. Still fucking stupid. Yeah, it's dumb. I would say if you're on PlayStation and you want the online version, Buy the cheaper version in the first three months because you get both and it's only ten bucks. What what other game company could do this right now? Nobody. At this point? It's yeah, and just say, hey, let's upgrade. It's ridiculous. Um, I'm I want to I do want to see what it looks like with the next gen everything because they also added story stuff. So it's not like it's yeah. completely just a, a visual upgrade. I don't even own GTA Five. One of the only holdouts. I got it. You when never it was, when it was free, like you know on. Um, Game Pass a couple times I downloaded Oh, the it. online version? Not no, no. The... I mean, it didn't have the story and stuff oh, okay. on at one point. So I played it, but then like once it was pulled, I was oh. like, man. You don't seem like a GTA kind of person. Yeah, it's just one of those I don't have time. Don't have the time. Man. Um, So there have been rumors floating for the last two days that Sony has, qui- the phrase is, quietly purchased a major IP from Konami. And then the next day they announced there was a state of play, which we'll go over the state of play here in a minute. Um. If you had to guess what major IP from Konami that Sony purchases, if it's true, if it happened, what would your guesses be? Frogger. Frogger? I think it's Frogger. I think they're going all Frogger is Konami, isn't it? Yeah. Because I just looked it up. Uh, I was like, I was like, I want a really dumb answer. So I'm going to look it up. Frogger. That's it. These are the issues that we've talked about earlier today. (laughs) Um... (laughs) Yep, that's what, obviously, I'm, that's what I'm going with. Obviously, it would be Silent Hill or Metal Gear would be my guess because I couldn't think of any Metal other Gear? major. But Metal see, Gear. And I think it would be, if they're really going to do that because of their relationship with Kojima they currently have, it would make sense if they bought either of those, honestly. Yeah. Maybe Contra? Um, oh. There hmm. you go. They could do Contra. Has Contra ever been on anything other than Nintendo, though? Yeah, surely it has. I bet it has. I'm just going to bet. Right now, million dollars. It's been on something else. <laughs> All right. Anyways. You take uh, that bet? No, I won't take okay. that bet. Um, are you excited for Halo Season 2? Um, Man, I have fallen off Halo quite a bit. It's just, I don't know. I'll pop in occasionally, and I'm just like, oh, man, I want to play. But it's just it doesn't capture me as much as it used to. And literally my gaming sessions at this point are sit down and play for about an hour and that's it. And so but see a game like Halo, I think would be good for that. I mean, it can be if I'm in the mood for like that type of like multiplayer first patient, first person shooter. But 
right now, I mean, it's not that I'm like, I, I want something, um, that apparently is kicking me in the guts. Like, that's just like, no, you're the worst. What you, so that's what and, I'm doing. And what you really need is something that'll just chill out and relax. Right. And that's our far change. Have you types. played, um, spirit fair? I played a little bit of it. I didn't find it that I was like, hey, I'm kind of just bored. Just bored. It's a little too slow. Is it for you? For, yeah. I just was like, I, I, I enjoyed features of it and some of it, but it just was like, come on, let's get moving. There is a, a game on, on game pass. I was going to see if you've tried or played and I don't remember. And I'm, I'm, I know this is a game. I don't know if it's a game I'm thinking of. It's either townscapes or cityscapes or something. No, that's because that's the Sims version. Yeah, it's like the builder. There's a thing where you're in the middle of the ocean and you're building a little village with colored blocks. Check that game out. I don't remember what it's called. I know what you're talking about. And it kind of does it itself or like kind of. Yeah, like, like you, you pit where you yeah, want to put the things, but the city builds upon where you're putting it. Nice. I Throw that out there. Maybe that can help you a little uh-huh. bit. Um, like I said, uh, they did a state of play today, and Sony said they were just highlighting their Japanese developers, and I think that was one of the things that played into the, you, you place a whole bunch of rumors about possibly buying a Konami IP, and then the next day you're like, hey, we're going to do a state of play that highlights um, Japanese developers, and people are like, yeah. It, it, it did my real happen. honest answer would be like, same like you, Metal Gear, Silent Hill. That'd be my two ge- actual guesses of what they would be. Because it would make purchase. sense. Yeah. Right? Like Metal Gear solid debuted on playstation before anything else and silent hill is just like there's that mystique over what could have been with with the norman Reedus, yeah and all that type of stuff and what was that uh demo called pt pt thank you which i I still remember that i still own i have it on that playstation so i accidentally deleted it before they pulled it oh gosh and then there was some like glitch where they were like if you have a japanese playstation account it's still available to download i changed my my english account to a my usa account to a japanese account re-downloaded it and then changed back to a thing and i still have it i even put it on a a, i backed my my ps4 up to a hard drive that has this still has it on it and i i have it just set aside did you ever play through the whole of pt yes yes i did and i've loved watching people play through Mm. i've set people up in my house and like at night, turned off all the lights oh, and been like, "It's messed up." Play it. Yep. Man, I also don't realize how many like type yeah. things it creeped me out. What a it. game to like put in VR too. Could you imagine oh something like God. that? <laughs> That'd be that terrible. would be crazy. But um, so I just wanted to go over the state of play stuff that they did today. It wasn't anything like real big. Um, they had a lot of games that they covered in twenty minutes, but um, I wanted to get your takes on. First, I'll go through the list. Exo Primal, um, which is like a an anthem meets like Jurassic World combat game. Um, wasn't Turok? I apologize, Sam. Uh, Ghostwire, Stranger of Paradise, which is supposed to be a Final Fantasy origin story. Uh, Forsaken. Um, Gundam Evolution, which really looked like Transformers Overwatch. Uh, TMNT, I'm excited about this. TMNT Cowabunga Collection. All the old school 80s, 90s Turtles games in one package. If it's if it's under twenty dollars, I'll probably buy that. I was addicted to that arcade game. Um, did you ever play the old arcade game? Oh, all the time. Yeah, all the time. Um, Gigabash, uh, Trek to Yomi, which really kind of looked like a cross between Sifu and like Ghost of Tsushima, but in a side-scrolling old Japanese style yeah. 
black, black and, and white. white. Yep. Um, Returnal, they had a trailer for. They announced the campaign co-op, and uh, there was something else in it, but the main pusher was the campaign co-op, which I actually made me a little more intrigued. Um, Diofield Chronicle and Valkyrie, Valkyrie Elysium. Um, did the Ghostwire trailer do anything for you, swaying you in that game at all? It's got. It's and what weird. is your what is your opinion yeah. on Ghostwire? It it's one of those games that, as I've seen pieces of it, I'm like, this is intriguing, but I just it's so like such an odd. What, what was it you said to idea. me? This might be the right kind of weird. Yeah, for this you? might be the right kind of weird where it's like, oh wow, like there's a lot more going on in it. And it's it's definitely not a day one like, hey, let's pick this up and play, but not many things right. are for me. Um, but it's one of those that, hey, if it scores high and I hear good buzz from it, uh, and a man tell me it's like a twelve hour game, boom, you might have me then. It's definitely one of those games where the more they actually finally show me what's going on, the little more excited about it I am. But I've been kind of there have been several times where I'm just like, You gotta give me more than these weird, creepy ass kojima like aesthetic weirdness so um how, how about forspoken man that looked awesome i was gonna say i feel like the more i'm seeing it it kind of reminds me of the um uh playstation game with the guy that got powers like electric powers and he Infamous. was like going through the city but like just some of the movements right, i was just right, like right, right. i was like wow okay and i mean the way they're showing uh, the fluidity of different things. I was like, wow, is this really how it's going to play? And I, that which is always the kicker, right? Exactly. Is it actually going to play? how? It right. And plays? that looked like gameplay. I'm sure it seemed like yeah, it, was. it was, it said it was all game. So it's kind of like, man, if that really all combined together and of course they're just picking highlighted parts of it. So I'm right. like, but if it does come together where it looks like you're jumping in this double jump that you can come out of the air and actually shoot these things, like, I don't know, more, more interested than I was before. So here's, what's funny to me. I put a little note on there. I, I was going to tell you post Elden Ring, it looks more interesting. to me. So like before I was just like, okay, I've played Elden Ring for a little bit. I've watched a lot of Elden Ring gameplay. So this starts going and it's still, it's got that similar high fantasy look to some of the areas in the magic and all the other stuff. For some reason, I found it more intriguing in a post Elden Ring world. Then it, I think it, I found it before Elden Ring released. And I just thought that was interesting. Have you ever had a game like that where you might have like been on the fence, but another game's aesthetic or style made you want to play a new, a different game? I can't think of anything off the top of my head that like kind of drew me to another. I mean, uh, I don't know. It's, it's tough. Like, cause you know, like roguelikes are something that, I, I feel like I have a love-hate relationship, but then I Hades came out, and I was just like, dude, this is... So like, Hades, I, th like I feel like, made you more interested in wanting to try roguelikes. Well, and I had I tried like before. Had conversation. You know, I tried some of the other ones that existed out there before, but, like, you know, I think trying those roguelikes and then hearing Spolky. the good buzz on Hades... Yeah. Gosh, dang. Oh, man. It's taken years off my life. <laughs> It's funny in the, in the two weeks it's been out. My son, no, it's been well. I guess on Game on Game Pass, Pass. yeah. My uh, son will watch me play occasionally, and I'm like, I can't get mad because it's always my fault. I always do something, and I'm like, and the game really doesn't kill kill me without like some, like showing me like, hey, you know, like this this the, is the thing that messed you up. This is where you messed up. There was there's been a couple times something has come off screen, and I'm like, well, that was kind of cheap. Like I didn't 
I, there's no way I could have known that was right. walking towards me um, and just fallen from above onto my head. And then most of the times it's always hilarious of just like, well, that just happened. All right, get, get back into it. So, um, Is he tri-spelunky? Uh, I think he, yes, he actually has. I was going to say it's got a co-op mode, so we've all played it together and everything. Okay. Um, which is kind of funny. And they, you yeah. say we all, and I'm just envisioning your youngest daughter playing yeah. it. She plays it with us too. It's just let I, me tell you, imagine that could be how hilarious. much fun that is playing with <laughs> two little kids in a very difficult game like that. How well do you control your temper? <laughs> oh well, I mean, when I'm playing with them, I'm just like, well, I'm I'm not playing to like actually advance anything. Right. I'm just playing with them. I found on certain types of games like that, I. I'm my patience is tested because I get bored yeah. and I'm like, okay, you guys yeah. aren't doing what yeah, I, I want it. you to do. My, my whole thing right now is I want to kill all mech. I want to kill all mech. I want to like take them out once at least. You don't even have to, you can skip them. And I've skipped them a couple times and gone down to other levels that almost immediately kill me when I start playing them. Cause there's new things in there I've never seen. That's um, hilarious. But do I want to get something from killing killing him that helps I you with think those? so i think you actually get a anorak i think is what it's called so you can be revived once so if you die you can get revived one time but i also just want to do it it's just, just like, a I'm challenge like, that i can you do want. it i can take this guy before the year's over it. maybe you can. <sighs> i get i've gotten so so close this the the like challenge that they add to it makes him so difficult when you get to certain like a he certain levels it's a very like a bowser super mario brothers 3 type like he jumps up and <laughs> smashes the yes. bricks and you've got to like kind of work it like that but there's in the first game it was God, like that such too a good game it was super, super mario, mario 3 yep. that's probably my top how, how top many one. third i can think of one other game that was third in line that i thought was as good as the first or two what's and that metal gear solid 3 snake eater the snake eater was pretty good it was but like i can't think of a third in a line that you were like, man, that was probably the best one. Yeah. Cause I was going to say Halo two. I feel like it, that's where it actually kind of peaked. Like Halo three was like, it was okay. It just kind of, once you kind of get like Lori with things where it's like, right. or so like above your head, I'm like, what the heck is going on here? Halo two and Halo three multiplayer. I thought were solid. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. The multiplayer was great. So the best that I think that the, they've seen in the series really, especially with like the maps. So, um, I don't know. I don't know that many games that have been out. Like a um, third. maybe Castlevania three, because I know two was a impossible. <laughs> like couldn't figure out anything in that game. Right. What um? What do you think of the Exo Primal? That was so crazy. Like <laughs> why? Why is it? It's one of those. I want that to be a game. Why Capcom? Game. Why Capcom? Yeah, it, it is. It's exactly that. Lost yeah. Planet was like Lost Planet was that, the other game. Oh, okay. Where they I had know like, what you're talking yeah, like about they now. had mechs in it occasionally. You made that and, comment earlier. And, I was and like, I'm just like, man, they just like mechs. And that's like, They wow. like mechs and they just like. Doing just, weird things with them. Hey, you know what we should make? Because we can. Yeah. Let's just do this. Like. And I could see it being fun. Like if it dropped for free somewhere being like, hey, let's all four get on and game you know, pass, fight these dinosaurs. Now and like you got to do some buddies are like, yeah. Hey, you want to do that? Let's do this. Yeah. I Not a game that I would pick up. But right. it's one of those where you, I'm kind of like with Ghostwire too. I'm like, you, you better come out and I better get like Elden Ring style, like yeah. tens and nines across the board. And I'm like, and I'm also somebody that just like, I'm one of those people also that I'm like, these games drop so quickly in price too. 
Like in a month later, they they'll do. be half off. Right. So I'm just like, you know, if I'm excited, unless it's like, like you with Horizon, you're like Horizon, you are so like hyped about, you're like, I'm gonna, I have to play this. I need this. Right. I need it right off the bat when I first want to play it. Halo for me, like if I, Halo Infinite, if it hadn't been on Game Pass, would have bought it like day one. Cause I'm like, man, I got to play this game. I want to see what it's like and what's going on. Um, but otherwise I'm happy waiting like a month or two and being like, oh, look, it's, it's they all had a sale for 20 bucks. Yeah. You know, Cyberpunk got yep. released for, what was it? $5, $10? Yeah, like, on Best Not Buy. too long after no. it had been out. So it's just like, why not? Save some money. Yeah. Um, And then, what? Wh- I wanted to know what your thoughts were on the truck to Yomi, or Yomi, or whatever. It looks okay. Is that I, not- Devolver is, a, like, an, I think they are a very interesting developer, like the different categories of games that they publish. They try to do a little bit of everything. I agree. And, and, I, and I appreciate I them that. for that. Exactly. I think it's... Because people get in ruts, and yeah. they only make the same game over and over again, and you're right. like, at some point, you're like... I think that was your last game too. Uh, what I get a sense of when I watched it was the My Friend Pedro, or there was oh, like such a good game. And, and that's the thing is, I played it and I was like, it's fine. I was like, it's it's fine. I didn't like go crazy about it. I didn't. Or like, I didn't beat it. No, I, but it was one of those like, yeah, I, I, <laughs> this is fun. <laughs> yeah, I played it a little bit of it and I was like, this is enjoyable. Or like the uh, there's the ninja one that they did, and then also a guy with like a it was. A, convict that broke out with a chainsaw i can't remember what those games were called but it just reminded me of that i know which ninja one you're talking about i'm not sure about the convict one yeah that was before that one switch no what's it called what's it the what's the thing in prison called uh the um that you'll shiv you make shiv i think it was no it wasn't called shiv i don't remember something like that speaking of shiv we me and my wife need to get back to um succession Oh my gosh! I was not sure where you're going with that. Uh, <laughs> Brandon Bruce pulled out a knife, guys. He's coming towards uh, me. This might be our last is the episode. Team, is the TMNT thing something you might like have for Kai? Like, like if he try? wanted it, if he saw it and was like, "Man, that'd be cool." But I've actually played some of the like old TMNT with him and different. Oh, okay. You know, so he's played those things. type of games. Yeah, he's okay. played some of them. He is actually he's kind of moved on to Apex. Like he's actually kind of been like, I think I'm going to take a break on, from on Fortnite. What on his own yeah, name? On his own name. So he's he's like, I think I'm going to go into Apex, and he's just kind of been enjoying that a little bit, like some of the movement a little bit more, and some of more of the challenge and everything. He's like, I'm going to take a break. Austin seems to play Fortnite more for the events than playing it for fun say anymore. That. Yeah, I think when the next season comes on, he'll probably hop on. But you know, like he, you know, breezed through that first season, has everything that he could upgrade to, um, and now he's like, well, I'm going to play Apex, and he seems to enjoy it. Sam. Yo, I beat Horizon. You did beat. I Horizon. rolled credits and I platinumed it. Final hour count: eighty-eight hours to platinum. I would say if you playing, if you if you if you weren't trying to be like I was, it's probably if you're just playing through the story. I would probably say thirty hours around that. You know what I mean? Um, maybe less. It's hard for me to get judged because how easily I go off track and the breaks I take from the main story. So, um, in terms of, how'd you feel about it when it was done? I really enjoyed it. Um, I felt like the, the story was while shared a lot of similar themes as the first one was way more cohesive. And most of it had to do with all the other characters. You know what I mean? And it was very like, the the fucking world's gorgeous 
like there wasn't a time I was doing something where I was wasn't like in like for half a second going that looks like this whole area looks really cool right here just because you know the way it is the the characters were great great voice casts um well animated I mean, literally despite any cut scene that had her hair which was so weird because even with other people that had long hair, it was only her hair. So I don't know what the problem was there. But despite that, like the character models were great. The mouth movements on all the conversations, it felt like you were watching like something that was an actual conversation and not just the puppet of the mouth moving up and down, which was jarring because I was watching a YouTube video where someone was showing clips of Zero Dawn. And while they still had a little bit more of an articulated mouth, it was very much, I was like, oh, wow, that just looks so much worse than what I was just playing. <laughs> so um, I would say if I had to score the whole game, it'd be like an 8.8, 8.7, like a four out of five that could go up or down depending on the mood I was in. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in terms of how hard it was to platinum, it was not hard. I had one issue where, because basically you get you get most of the trophies playing through the game, because on trophies and achievements on story based games like this, you kind of you you a lot of the trophies are all right. You beat the next story mission. Here's a here's a trophy. Here's an achievement. There's a lot of that in this, um, but there's also a lot of side quest stuff that just happens naturally from you like farming or collecting resources and stuff like that the one issue i had was you have to scan every different type of machine to find their weaknesses and stuff and there was one machine that i couldn't i didn't have and i couldn't figure out for the life of me what it was and so i i googled it and then i will also i will also preface i did this after i beat the story um and I love the, and I also say this real quick. I love the way the story ended. There's things that happen in the game and characters you meet that when the story was over, I was like, I want DLC to explore these people, this character, this thing. Like not Alloy or Aloy or whatever. Well, wh even, like, whether it's with Aloy it, or, or just not, do the character or even just do that character. Because okay. it's it, the way, I don't know. I was just like, I really want to know more about this. And whether it's DLC or like an offshoot, I would love to know more. Um, but there were several different side characters that were, one was a major character towards the end. There were a couple side characters where I was like, that person needs their own game or that person needs their own DLC add-on, whatever. Um, but the, I looked it up and there was one machine that is only seen twice in the game. One is during a story mission three-fourths of the way through the game that you can't replay story missions. And then they have an arena thing where you can go and earn medals and you can put your times up against other people that are your friends. And But basically you get dropped in an arena with different styles of machines and it's how fast can you take them out. And you can earn medals and rewards that you can use to purchase stuff. There's six tiers in the arena. The only other time that you can find this one thing that was in that one story mission is in the very last goddamn tier, and it's the second spawn down. That's fun. <laughs> you know what I did, Sam? Because it was purely just to get a goddamn trophy, I knocked all of the settings down to the easiest possible damn Why thing. Yeah. And I'm like, 
I'm not gaining anything. I'm not no. doing this to complete. I'm literally trying to scan a machine because I got really agitated trying to do it normally. And I got through like two, almost two full of the six. And I was struggling to get through the, like the last one, which I found out later was apparently the hardest one of all of them. People say that one that I was getting stuck on, but I was like, I'm doing this for a trophy. I know it's not that important. Literally knocked everything down to zero. Yeah. And, and then in the span of like an hour, I blew through all of them just to get to that point, just so that I could scan that one stupid machine. <laughs> that was probably the only thing that agitated me. Well, and I could see that. that. Like, why not have that machine somewhere else? Um, Something that was funny was Austin was, so one of the, so the story mission caps at like 36, 35 level. Like they say you should be this level before you get there. The game caps at 50. So one of the, and this is something that applies to Ghost of Tsushima, um, any, any open world RPG type game where you can level and you have side quests and you can like go above the levels you need to by just doing all the side quests, like Skyrim, is I will spend so much time doing all the side quests and take so many breaks from the main story that usually by the time I do the next story mission, I'm way over power base for what I should be. And I kind of blow through it, which doesn't really, typically, and this is what, because I was explaining to Austin how that works. And he goes, but doesn't that get boring? Because you're losing the challenge. I said, it doesn't start bothering me till I get super late in the game. And then it's like, eh, this is really not that hard anymore because I have all the weapons I want because I've already leveled up to these things and I do that to an extent. Because for me, it does start to do that towards the late stages of it. But then there's usually in games like this, there's always a couple characters that are like the main bad guys that you really fucking hate. And you're like, you can't wait. And you know when you get to that point, you're so overpowered. You're going to just give it to them like how you really want to. And just be like, yep, you're nothing. I just destroy it. And it was like that with the last two the last two main bosses in this game. He, so he watched me beat the game and I got to that point. I said, you know that question you asked about, doesn't it start to get a little like meh when this you get to this? It pays off. I was like, this is, I said, this is where it pays off. Because there was the one guy, the first boss in particular, spised him and i was like because this guy is gonna drop in like less than 30 seconds and in less and sure enough he was down and out and i was like that that was satisfying because of the they do a good enough job of selling you on disliking a character and so then the last boss i was like okay this is a little bit more than i was expecting and i actually had to fight for it a little bit because of the way it was set up but I still was able to, and I'm like, boom, nailed it. It was like, it gives you, it can, it can reach that little bit of a man point. But when you get to the last, when you, when you're finishing a game and wrapping the game up, it is kind of satisfying to just own and destroy the, the bane of your existence for an entire game. Well, and finding that balance, I think is what all developers are trying to aiming for is right. just that kind of sweet balance of like, it's challenging, but not so challenging that you're like, I hate this game. But at the same time, when you do get over it, you're very like satisfied and be like, man, I did it. So it's like walking that line unless you're a from software game and then <laughs> it doesn't care. Um, I will say they set it up for a third game, which is weird because I thought they said Horizon was going to only be a two game thing. Mm. But they have 
and you know what? I'll even say this. They left it open to where they can do a third game. I wouldn't say they have to. Yeah. Without spoiling anything, any idea of where it might go next? Like what area of the country? Outside of the United States. Okay. And that has a lot to do with some of the DLC I'd like to see too. Um, because I feel like they've done what they can. You've gone all the way west. You know what I mean? Um, Have I, they gone all the way east? <laughs> well, the game starts in the east. Oh, it does. So okay. um, I will tell you, you asked me, we were talking about underwater sections. <clears throat> I had a couple, because you're swimming through a sunken San Francisco at one point, And there are a couple intense parts of underwater creatures. And I'm like, I never did see a shark. So I don't know where the shark thing came from that I re- thought I remembered seeing at one point. <clears throat> but there were a couple of things where I was like, nope. I don't like this. I don't like this at all. Gotta scan you. Can I do nope. this? Yeah, I was like, can I do this a different way? I really don't want to do this. Yeah. <laughs> like, and, and mostly because you can't fight underwater in the game. Oh, yeah. So it's like. Well, that's the actual fear of like being in the ocean, you know, as a person. Oh, yeah. You know, you feel like. First of all, you can't really see what's underneath you in a lot of places. I mean, unless the water is super clear. And in the dark, you definitely can't see what's underneath you. And at the same time, if something does attack you, you've got no no real defense. No. Like, except for, like, your hand and, like, you're not mobile in the water. I mean, even Michael Phelps would not no. fare very well no. against a shark. Yeah. It's like, no, that thing's got, is was built. What did you, you do with your birthday present? The Jaws? Yeah, the Jaws thing. Yeah, it's on my shelf. Did you? So did you yeah, do something with it? I was yeah. wondering if you'd actually done something with it. I got Sam the um, Jaws scene where the shark is attacking the boat. Yeah. Poor so. Quint sliding yeah. into his mouth. Um, next week, we have a fun, a fun episode planned because Jeff, who's a massive Souls fan, who's been playing crap ton of Souls, or um, Elden Ring, and a friend of mine and has probably played a crap ton of souls. Has he has he has um, Eld- or uh, Bloodborne? He says is his favorite game ever made. So um, and then Chris Camler, who's never played a Souls game, and against better judgment, purchased Elden Ring, who's been fighting through it. <laughs> Perfect dynamic, right? They're both board. going to be on. We're going to have an Elden Ring episode where we talk about the challenges. And whatnot in in playing said game. Yeah, so, we may not talk about our game, uh, game club game, game club game right. next week because yeah, we've got guests. Yeah, but, so Jeff's so. been on before. Camler's a Camler's been on before. Uh, he's a fun talk to. So he's very animated. So I'm looking forward to. I might I'm going to talk to Jeff. I'll, I might see if Jeff wants to actually come over and record with us, and then we'll just have Camler on uh, Skype or something. Sure. That'd be cool. Um, otherwise, it'll probably just be me and Sam in person, and and uh, Jeff and Camler on the radio or whatever um sir tomorrow we're having our round four of snowmageddon supposedly like four to five inches or something uh, you looking forward to it oh uh, yeah when do you go back to work uh this is my long break oh it's your long so, break yeah, next okay. Wednesday. sir it's good talking to you good to see you and enjoy your games